Welcome to Well That Was Weird, the podcast, where two metalheads answer the internet's weirdest questions, share stories, and give their opinions on things no one cares about. My name is Isaiah, and I'm kept up at night with the thought of a centaur with a human penis. And I'm Chance, and I just had the best meal of my life from Joan's Good-Ass Barbecue and Foot Massage. Not a sponsor. <laughs> no, no, it's not a sponsor. <laughs> Although I would love if that was a, a real place and could sponsor us. Uh, we need to get sponsors. But I kind of I kind of just want weird sponsors. Like Joan's Good-Ass Barbecue and Foot Massage. <laughs> yeah, there's a barbecue place up there. I wonder if it sponsors uh i don't know I, I well i don't know it's not weird enough though maybe we should try to get sponsored by like i don't know some of the weird products that we've that we've talked about on here like that ass pillow that we talked about a couple yeah, weeks back that's true the ass pillow um you'll have a new uh product for us later on in the episode <laughs> we're yes. gonna talk about <laughs> i think it's i think it's needed i think it's a good yeah. thing <laughs> so <laughs> Uh, I know last week we uh, we talked a lot about uh, like about uh, JC uh, Josh Christ, <laughs> our um, boy, yeah, JC, so, <laughs> mad ups to JC. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna kind of get into JC unrelated, kind of related uh, later on in the episode, but we're gonna start out with some news. Uh, yes, first one's hitting home here in Las Vegas. Uh, oh, Twilight shit. actor. Uh, so an actor from the movie series and book series Twilight uh, was found dead with his girlfriend in Las Vegas. Uh, what? Uh, you know, it's not Robert Pattinson, so I don't know who he is. Uh, who the? Wait, but I mean, do they live here? Yeah, I think so. Okay, all right, let's get uh, on with the story then. So this is uh, Las Vegas. An actor in the film Twilight and his girlfriend were found dead last week in the Las in a Las Vegas condominium. Authorities said Tuesday. God damn. Clark County Coroner John Fudenberg said foul play was not suspected in the May 13th de- deaths of Gregory Tyree Boyce, uh, who's 30, and Natalie. And I'm probably going to butcher this name. Natalie. You know what? I'm not even going to try to say her last name. Uh, she's 27. The coroner said their causes and manners of death won't be known until medical examiners receive toxicology test results in several weeks. The bodies were found after police were summoned to a report of a dead body in a residential complex several miles east of the Las Vegas Strip. Las Vegas police officer Larry Hadfield, the department spokesman, said the deaths were not considered to be the result of a criminal act. Uh, Boyce was appeared as Tyler Crowley or Crowley in the 2008 film starring Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson. His mother, Lisa Wayne, said in a Facebook post on Sunday that she had planned to meet with him that day to talk about a chicken wing business that they wanted to open. <laughs> <laughs> she referred to uh, also to Boyce's ten-year-old uh, daughter, uh, and I guess his girlfriend had a four-year-old son. So they don't know yet what happened. What this the hell? Like drug overdose. I mean, he looked—they looked like a normal couple. Like he didn't look like a druggie. So. Not too sure. Suicide, maybe. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I was. I pulled up a picture of him to see if I I knew who he was or if I'd seen him in anything else. But no, uh, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. Well. Uh. I guess. 
in other news, um, the uh, drummer for the metal band Death Angel um, has confirmed that Satan is real. So, going to be talking to JC about this later on. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk to Josh about this. <laughs> Let's yeah. see, see his thoughts on it. Um, so, for those of you who don't know, um, his name is Will Carroll. Uh, they got back from a European tour right at the time all this like coronavirus stuff was going crazy, and he actually caught it while they were on the European tour, so he was super sick when they got home, and he was actually in a coma for two weeks Fuck. on a ventilator uh, in March after coming back from the European tour. Uh, so this is the... Here's the news story. This actually comes from Fox News, uh, written by Frank Miles. Uh, this came published three days ago, and it says, Is it ever too late to come home to Jesus? <laughs> Will Carroll, drummer of the thrash metal band Death Angel, said he went to hell and met Satan while in a coronavirus coma. Uh, Will Carroll, age 47, was comatose on a ventilator in critical condition at the California Pacific Medical Center for two weeks in March after coming back from a European tour. In his nightmares, he dreamed of a, a female devil rebuked him for the sins of sloth and transformed him into a Jabba the Hutt-like monster who vomited <laughs> blood until he had a heart attack. Wait, so he he was given the sin of sloth. Is yeah. He, I mean, he must have some deep-seated like guilt then about it if he's dreaming about shit like that. Apparently, but he's a drummer, so he does a lot of sitting. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, but so the the female devil turned him into a Jabba the Hut like monster, and it made him vomit blood until he had a heart attack. Um, oh he awoke on March thirtieth, and there were these are quotes directly from him: tubes coming in and out of me, and there was a nurse right there. And my first words were, "Am I still in hell?" And then she ignored me. <laughs> she's like he's awake she didn't give a shit uh, he said that his time in hell has set his feet on a street called straight he's stopping hard alcohol and bong rips and will only self medicate with the occasional hard cider and marijuana edible <laughs> I love how he's like yeah I'm not gonna drink I'm still gonna get fucking baked though <laughs> He said he was close to death, and now his awakening feels like a rebirth. These are direct direct quotes from him. I'm still going to listen to satanic metal, and I still love deicide and bands like that, Carol told the Chronicle. As far as for my personal life and my experience of what I went through, I don't really think Satan's quite as cool as I used to. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was a good dude, but now that I know that he's a woman and hates me, uh, I'm done with him. <laughs> and turned me into Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, yeah, th th I mean, I couldn't believe this was a real news story when I came across it. I thought this has got to be something like from The Onion. You think he's going to no. quit? You think he's going to quit Death Angel? Uh, he might and go become a pastor or something. Yeah, I, guess he could, youth... I guess he could start book tours and start going to the churches and telling about his experience in hell, he'd probably make a shitload of money doing that. Probably more money than he did in Death Angel. Yeah, most likely. I mean, you um, see those people all the time that supposedly die, and then they go around and write a book about it. And 
yeah make millions of dollars we should see if we can do that we'll just fake a story and see if churchill will believe it and then like let us speak yeah yeah <laughs> oh okay <laughs> we were doing our oh, podcast no. and we were both electrocuted at the same time and <laughs> oh oh we my god hell. hell looks like margaritaville it was the worst <laughs> like margaritaville <laughs> the devil is jimmy buffett <laughs> no. cheeseburger in paradise <laughs> hey boys hope you enjoy your cheeseburgers in hell <laughs> how about an aids burger <laughs> aids burger in paradise <laughs> So uh, I'm going to keep up this whole religious thing we got going on. Jesus. Uh, this is just a an episode of all like uh, religion and demons. And anyway, oh, yeah. uh, CNN is reporting that the U.S. wants to send an ancient artifact that the company Hobby Lobby purchased for $1.6 million back to uh, Iraq. <laughs> I guess they bought that instead of, you know, like paying for health insurance for their people yeah. or something yeah so instead oh, okay. of uh planning for the future a couple years ago they uh they purchased the gilgamesh dream tablet what uh, the a, fuck is that a clay tablet that's roughly 3500 years ago was bought at auction by hobby lobby for display at a museum of the bible so i guess they purchased it and then put it on display at a biblical museum this uh, thing federal... looks stupid i'm looking at a picture of it yeah and does that even say anything? It's just a bunch of like brick marks and, and I don't know. Uh, okay. Federal authorities want a rare ancient artifact returned to Iraq after it was sold to a U.S. craft store for $1.6 million <laughs> in auction. In 2014, Hobby Lobby, a privately owned arts and crafts retailer whose president is also the chairman of the... Oh, he's also the chairman of the Muse Museum of the Bible... In Washington, that kind D. of a piece of shit anyway. Absolutely. Bought the clay tablet for display in the museum for an international auction house uh, for $1.6 million. According to a civil complaint uh, filed by federal authorities on Monday, Hobby Lobby is now using the auction house for fraud and breach of contract. <laughs> oh, Holy oh, wait. shit. Hobby Lobby is now suing the auction house for fraud and breach of contract. Okay. The tablet okay. is inscribed with a portion of Gilgamesh. Uh, an epic poem considered one of the world's oldest works of literature written in uh, cuneiform, uh, a system of writing on clay tablets used in ancient Mesopotamia thousands of years ago. I can only hope that someone can decipher this shit, read it out loud, and hopefully it'll bring demons in to just fucking annihilate all of these people. Uh, the artifact known as the Gil Gilgamesh dream tablet originated in the area of modern day Iraq and and entered the okay. United States contrary to federal law, according to a news release from the Department of I think that's of what George Bush was really looking for. Yeah. <laughs> those W and D sure sure shit weren't there. Yeah. It, it, fucking George Bush sitting in the White House and I'm like, uh, sir, was that a real to real tape you have? And he's like, Yeah, uh, one of the scientists from the museum gave it to me. Let's let's turn it on. And then he just like clicks it on and it's just like fucking evil dead, and all you hear is like Gandar Estrada. <laughs> 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 fucking white house fbi dudes are just turning into demons swallow your oh soul <laughs> oh shit 
<laughs> Looks like I done goofed again. <laughs> I was just thinking about his face with his like squinty eyes. He's like <laughs> doing that little like that laugh he has. <laughs> Mission, on, Mission accomplished. <laughs> the tablet was seized by the Museum of the Bible by law enforcement agents in September of 2019, according to a release from the Department of Justice. At the time of seizure, no court action had been taken. On Monday, the civil complaint was filed seeking to forfeit the artifact to the U.S. authorities. Uh, the okay. museum uh, and Hobby Lobby both asked the auction house about the tablet's origin, but the auction house withheld that information and lied in saying that the antiquities dealer had confirmed the details of the provenance, according to the DOJ. Uh, the department said the museum cooperated with the government's investigation. Whenever looted, uh, cultural property is found in this country, the United States government will do all it can to preserve heritage by returning such artifacts where they belong. Uh, whenever... They just repeated the same paragraph twice and put a different guy's name in there. Uh, in this okay. case, a major auction house failed to meet its obligations by uh, minimizing its concerns that the provenance of... Um, important Iraqi artifact was fabricated and withheld from the buyer information that undermined the provenance's reliability. Uh, and it really just goes on to say that they've been kind of going back and forth. Um, it says before displaying mm -hmm. in the, uh, in the item in 2017, we informed the embassy of Iraq that we had the item in our possession, but extensive research would be required to establish provenance. So, wait, they bought it, and they were like, hey, we have your tablet. <laughs> <laughs> God. Okay. Yeah. Um, it, so, it just, it kind of goes on to say that they're they're now having to, like, forfeit this thing. Um, or, well, it's still in, I guess, like, the suit is still going on. But if the artifact is forfeited... A division within the Pro uh, Department of Justice will decide where it will be returned. So, awesome. Yeah. Okay. Hobby Lobby Wilding, dude. They're trying to trying to open up some some demons and shit. <laughs> it's gonna just look like on Doom Eternal, where there's just giant pentagrams covering the earth, and yeah, hell yeah, that's what's gonna happen if we keep playing <laughs> with can... clay tablets from Mesopotamia. <laughs> We're going to have fucking. Stay. <laughs> We're going to have like Gozer and Zool uh, fucking yeah. running around here. <laughs> I am the gatekeeper. <laughs> Keymaster. Oh, no. Well, um, now this next story, since we're talking about religious figures, I guess this guy's kind of a religious figure, depending on who you ask. Um, but the North Korean leader, Kim Il-sung, I guess he was one of the, the first, like the one that brought them to, to greatness. Okay. Apparently. He's the one that, that they have all of the, that, that there's all those, you know, facts about. Is he the one, the, you know? is he Kim Jong-il, Kim Jong-il, Kim Jong-un, their dad, right? Yes. Okay. So uh, Kim Jong-un right now is the grandchild of this guy. Okay. Yeah, Kim Il Sung uh, is is his name, uh, but there's apparently you know there's there's tons of myths 
uh, regarding these leaders, especially this guy, uh, since he's the oldest one. Um, I mean, there's tons of myths, everything from uh, the fact that he doesn't have a butthole to uh, the fact that he could teleport. That's um, generally in, in beings that teleport, they don't have buttholes. So that, that checks <laughs> out. <laughs> I like how that's, you're the uh, butthole teleportation expert. <laughs> yeah, that's legit. So <laughs> okay. I've done my research. Well, <laughs> the so, same thing um, was said about Joshua, but we won't go into that just yet. <laughs> so are you saying that Josh Christ doesn't have a butthole? Well, when they... When they recovered the Shroud of Turin, um, not only was there, uh, you know, an imprint of his face, but of his legs. Unfortunately, it was weird. There was no butthole imprint. Uh, so that leads a lot of people to believe that he did not, in fact, have a butthole. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Um, so... <laughs> Okay, so there's there's tons of of crazy myths and and uh, about about this guy, um, but North Korean state media has issued a report um, denying that he actually had mythical powers. Uh, just recently, um, there's countless myths that tell of their purported exploits, some of which are taught to children in school lessons. They actually teach kids these things. Um, but uh, that since Kim Jong-un came to power in 2011, tales of the supernatural aimed at deifying his father and grandfather have seen a decline. They're trying to be more real, apparently. Um, some of the official Kim myths that have been popularized in international media include Kim Jong-un being able to drive at the age of three, Kim Jong-il shooting a 38 under par round of golf with five holes in one on his first attempt at golf ever, so that happened. Uh, one myth, however, is so widely believed in the reclusive country that North Korea's official newspaper had has had to step in and say it was not true. Kim Il-sung, the founder of the country, did not, in fact, have the ability to use the <laughs> chukinjibop technique, which is a type of folding space like teleporting fighters in kung fu movies. <laughs> they gave it a name? Yeah, apparently it's a technique. Oh. Um, it is literally, quote, a method of shrinking the earth and is described as the ability to quickly move towards the blind spot of an enemy at a speed so fast that the attacker seems to temporarily disappear. Bullshit. They took that from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> Instant teleport technique. Goku did that shit against the Saiyans. <laughs> I'm calling bullshit. North Korea stole it. <laughs> Um, according to the myth, Kim Il-sung was able to use the technique to win a battle against Imperial Japanese soldiers during the time when Korea was a colony of Japan, when he was, uh, reportedly leading Korean guerrillas in exile. In fact, people can't disappear and reappear by folding space, the newspaper said on Wednesday. The report marked the first time that the state media flatly denied that a Kim family myth was true. Uh, so... Basically, it just keeps going on and on about about all of this, about how the guy can't actually, you know, teleport. And it goes well, on and not, on. Because that came from a Japanese anime that they stole it from. <laughs> they stole it. 
Um, so, uh, you know, they, they've deified the guy. I mean, they, they probably still believe all the other stuff, you know, about the, I think about the no butthole and the, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, apparently Kim Il-sung, uh, or Kim Jong-il apparently wrote 1500 books over a period of three years, along with six full operas. And according to his biography, all of his operas are, quote, better than anything in the history of music. I mean, what was the competition at that time, though? (laughs) Fucking jazz? Like, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I I think the craziest one that was was, uh, Kim Jong-il, because he has some of the craziest stuff about him. He's also been, uh, apparently, he is a fashion icon, a global fashion phenomenon, according to himself. Do they have um, any of these operas recorded? I don't think so. No, he just wrote them, apparently. But they're claiming that they're better than anything else? Yeah, they're better than anything else ever ever done. I can, I'm imagining people are like, oh, well, let's hear them. They're like, no, it's too good. You couldn't hear it. Well, I mean, you need to back it up, right? No, no, we don't. No. No, I'm Supreme Leader. Take my word on it. (laughs) So, uh, so, uh, yeah, that's, uh, it's been kind of a weird week of news. It's, it's been all over the place. I was kind of bummed out to learn that Kim Il-sung couldn't teleport, but, you know. That's a bummer. (laughs) It is kind of. Um, so I've got one more for you. One more news article here. Um, okay. So there's, uh, there's controversy now, um, of people saying this didn't happen. Other sites reporting that it did happen. Okay. Um, so I'll let you guys be the judge. Um, this, uh, this was, specific article that I pulled up today is coming from sciencealert.com. It says, here's the real truth behind the viral NASA finds a parallel universe story. (laughs) What? So the original story a few days ago was that a NASA group in like Antarctica uh, had found evidence that there's a parallel universe that where time runs backwards. So shit. They okay. test, uh, I think they test uh, some sort of like balloon satellite things. And Antarctica is like the only place that they can really do it far enough away from everything where it won't get like satellite interference from anybody else. Um, okay. And if I'm correct, uh, I think that they found particles that were like jumping up, like leaving Earth rather than falling down. Um, so it kind of like gives them this theory that time is running backwards in a parallel universe. Their theory is that during the Big Bang, when everything went off, two universes were created, ours, and then one also like running beside of it. Okay. So that's kind of where it stopped. Uh, a lot of people are saying, no, that didn't happen. Um, and this article uh, says, every time tabloids and social media dramatically mishandle a science news story, the urge to unplug the internet and plug it back in again is excruciatingly strong. <laughs> <laughs> If you've heard the recent claim that NASA detected a parallel universe in Antarctica where time runs backwards, we're glad you've now clicked on this article. So strap yourselves in for the truth. Uh Uh-oh. 
Oh, Seems shit. that for this tabloid science story, some speculative theoretical physics, uh, physics, which might have had distant roots in plausibility, was amplified for sensational reasons. Uh, as the University of Hawaii, mm, okay, Greaches uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Parallel Universe detected nonsense started out innocently enough. Uh, let's see. So what's really going on? Uh, we've reported before an Arctic impulsive transient antenna uh, an experiment, a high-altitude helium balloon with an array of radio antenna and partially funded by NASA, has spotted a handful of instances of what seems to be highly energetic uh, neutrinos coming through Earth. Okay. Neutrinos are uh, ghostly fundamental particles that flow through everything, barely interacting with normal matter, which makes them exceedingly hard to detect. But when <laughs> produced... By powerfully explosive objects in the universe, neutrinos can gain such ultra-high energies they become more likely to interact with normal things. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. it just keeps getting crazier. It just fucking blows my mind. So, this is the headline-grabbing parallel universe notion is fun, mind-bending stuff uh, to think about on its own. It proposes the existence of an anti-universe dominated by antimatter stretching back in time from the Big Bang and with spatial properties inverted to those in our own universe, obeying the fundamental rule of charge, parity, and time symmetry on the grand set scale. Holy shit. So it kind of goes on to say, like, yeah, these things are happening. Is it likely? Probably not. Um, (laughs) I think it's a fun theory because I'm like, what if there's another universe? Uh because obviously, if there was one running parallel with ours, it doesn't yeah. necessarily mean that there was like two of us. It just means that some other shit could be going on. Like there could be humans. Uh, there could be other creatures. I feel like there's going to be like a mist, like a Stephen King's mist scenario where we're going to crack oh, yeah. this open. And uh, there's going to be a bunch of weird some, shit in there. Yeah. Let loose some like tentacle creatures and... Uh, other horrific monsters <laughs> into our world. <laughs> it's 2020, so it's not out of the question. No, not with how this year's gone so far. Yeah, I don't know. Did I? Do we? We might have mentioned it last week, but there's that meme going around where it's like the uh, Mayan calendar was just written by a dude with dyslexia, and it was actually supposed <laughs> to be 2021. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Wow. Okay. Um. Well. I want to kind of pivot from that into talking about our favorite group of weird people. Um, that is people in Florida. And I don't know what the fuck is up. I mean, why is it that I can always find weird shit going on in Florida? It's one of the biggest states. It's filled with swamps, uh, a lot of drugs. It's just kind of, a you know, it's the mecca of weird shit, I guess. I mean, you think that I could find just as much weird shit from, like, Texas, but I can't. <laughs> I mean, there's just a plethora of weird shit going on in Florida at all times. So, I don't know. I I guess I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna roll with it, I suppose. Uh, either way, um, there is a story that comes out of Florida here. Uh, this came from Fox 4 Southwest Florida. Uh, this was published uh, May 18th, so like last week. Uh, it says, uh, Suspect exposes himself to woman drinking her coffee on her porch at Naples Condominium. 
Okay. Uh, I'm gonna send you this link so you can see this guy's mugshot because it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of hilarious. Um, <laughs> he looks really surprised to be getting his mugshot. Um, it says Naples, Florida. The Naples Police Department responded to a call regarding a male suspect playing with his genitals at a Naples condo. A police report stated the victim lived on the second floor of the condominium and her back porch overlooks the pool and the pool deck. Oh my God, he does look surprised. He's like <laughs> shocked. He's like, what is that? This is a camera. <laughs> the victim stated she walked out to the porch and sat down to drink her coffee. And at the time, she observed the Hispanic male described as wearing a red sweater and no pants or underwear <laughs> standing <laughs> by the pool. Uh, it says the suspect's penis and buttocks were completely exposed <laughs> the victim stated that the suspect looked up to her and said this is what you do to me and proceeded to walk over to a lounge chair and laid down on the chair this is where you sit the suspect lifted his legs and played with his penis and looked at her <laughs> now if you're not familiar with our show I think we've talked about it before uh, this is what's called Porky Piggin. <laughs> yeah. And that's when you have just a shirt and no pants or underwear on, and you <laughs> resemble the cartoon character Porky, Porky Pig. Uh, he did not have a penis that he was playing with, so there's some slight differences. <laughs> Says the victim stated that she screamed and called 911. The victim stated that she'd never seen the suspect before, but that she regularly took a morning swim in the pool. The victim stated that the suspect said, this is where you sit. And the victim observed the suspect sitting in the pool chair she regularly uses. So he's been watching her. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, he's been watching her. Uh, she felt that this was the suspect explaining how he was stalking her and had watched her on previous occasions. The victim advised she swam in the morning and used that very lounge chair. The victim had not been outside her condominium that morning. Uh, an officer and the victim were able to identify the suspect as, uh, I can't even pronounce his name. He's 39 years old, though. Um, so he's an adult. He knows what he did with yeah. wrong. He was arrested and charged with exposing sexual organs, vulgar in a vulgar and indecent manner or naked in public, loitering or prowling or resisting an officer without violence, and stalking Simple stalking without threats. Those were the actual charges. What sucks, though, is I'm pretty sure those are all things that he'll get out of jail for in a few days. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, I just can't believe he was Porky Pig in it. There's nothing, like, attractive about Porky Pig in it. There's... I mean, if he, if he even really ever thought he had a shot, you wouldn't just be wearing a red sweater and nothing else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who wears a red sweater in Florida? <laughs> <laughs> no uh, shit, right? <laughs> yeah, you can only pork. The only people that can porky pig it are like porn stars. They so. still can't. Yeah, it's still it awkward. It still looks but, ridiculous. Yeah, it's still awkward, but at least they have a huge dong to like compliment the nose. <laughs> <you know? laughs> okay. Uh, well, speaking of uh, genitalia, um, <laughs> something something that we always happen to, you know, get into on this stupid. Uh, show. <laughs> um, I'm I'm sending you a uh, a link here. Um, now there's this new product out now 
uh, you can apparently now get a mini jacuzzi for your balls. I'm so excited for this. Yes, um, it is called the testacuzzi. Yeah, it's called it's the testacuzzi. Is it like a little cushion for your? Yeah, for your, a little cushion for your pecker on the front. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Um. It is called the testacuzzi. Uh. I'll send you the direct link to the website for it. Um. So this this is a news story, and it says uh, you can now get a hot tub for your testicles, and there's something wrong with you if you're not even just a tiny bit intrigued. I'm pretty sure that I've been taught that the reason testicles hang freely outside of the torso is because they need to be kept cool at all times. Something to do with keeping sperm healthy and cool, right? Well, with that in mind, if having kids isn't your bag, then this testicle hot tub could be just what the doctor ordered. It is what it is, what it says, really. A hot tub for your balls. It looks funny, it is sort of funny, and what's more, apparently it's not supposed to be funny, as the Testacuzzi website explains. This is not a gag gift. It is an actual product, but if you want to buy it for a friend, we'll let you call it a gag gift for, for men. So, um, the website has absolute gold on there. Um, apparently, you could also get a limited edition test jacuzzi with it was 14 karat gold plated for $10,000. How much is the regular one? Uh, $69.69. Uh, of course it is. <laughs> test jacuzzi. And this is a legit product. Like This is a real thing you can order, right? This is absolutely real. Hold on, I'm about to pull up YouTube and see if there's reviews of this thing. <laughs> um, so uh, it, it I'm, I'm on the actual page right now for for the test jacuzzi. Um, apparently, they also have other things that you can get in their novelty gift section. You can get a squirrel and a nut keychain, a ball bag. It's like a little bag that looks like a test like a scrotum. There's a How testicle you, uh... keychain. How do you spell it? The testicuzzi? Yeah. It's T-E-S-T-I and then mm -hmm. Kuzi. C-U-Z-Z-I. Testicuzzi. Um, now, I'm going to read you the, the, uh, the features of this on their actual page here. It says, The testicuzzi is the perfect gift for the man that genuinely cares about his testicles, hap penis. Ooh. One dunk of the boys into this fine testicle hot tub is sure to tickle your fancy and soothe your manliness. The testacuzzi features an ultra-soft, precast silicone pillow to rest your largest member on, a deep reservoir to dunk the teabag into, and battery-powered bubbles for hours of pleasure. So, uh, just a heads up, this was reviewed on an episode of The Doctors. <laughs> okay. It's... And they have it on. It turned on, and it's bubbling. Really? It actually works? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Um, apparently, yeah, you can you can really get, get these things. Um, they are battery-powered, so, so that's handy, I guess. Uh, you can get it in white or black right now. <laughs> you said handy. <laughs> um the, here's the faq section um if you just want to know a little bit more about it the testicuzzi is a personal hot tub for your testicles making sure your testicles are happy is even more important than regular testicle health um 
it tells you the exact size and um, all that kind of stuff. Uh, the question was, how was the testacuzzi conceived? Um, basically, it says there were many conversations about testicles and other things that inspire people to laugh. Um, they came up with it while hanging out on a houseboat in Lake Powell. It was a drunk conversation. Where's Lake Powell? Uh, let's find out. Lake Powell. Where the I fuck is this? In Florida. Oh shit. Um, no, it's in Arizo- Arizona. Huh. Like it's not far from here. Utah and Arizona. It straddles the border between Utah and Arizona. So, um, yeah. Uh, so that's where they came up with it. Um, and it tells you how do you use it. It says using the testacuzzi is quite simple. Once you have received your testacuzzi, simply heat some water to the desired temperature for your testicle bath and fill the testacuzzi to the desired level. Flip the switch and get those bubbles going. Dip your testicles into the bath and let them soak up the pleasure for however long you desire. The soothing bubbles from your new testicle hot tub will have you relaxing in just moments. There is nothing like the soothing relief you feel from a nice soak of the family jewels. It is unlike anything else you've experienced. Some have called the feeling of the testacuzzi as magical, out of this world, and refreshing. I kind of want to try it. I think we need to these they need to be our first sponsor. Yeah. If they send us a couple free testacuzzis, I'll plug them every week on this show. Oh, absolutely. I'll <laughs> they plug also it. have a blog. Oh. <laughs> they have a blog called The Daily Nut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It only has like three three things on it. But either way, yeah, the testacuzzi is a real, real deal. Um Well. Right. So, yeah, that's kind of what I said when I saw it. I was like, "Well, okay then." <laughs> I can't. <laughs> well, uh, I'm going to take you back to Florida real quick. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. So, damn it! What is this? So, uh, this isn't really a Florida man. It's Florida people. Uh, USA Today <laughs> is reporting. Uh, oh no, they're spreading. What is today? The 24th? So this was published uh, like an hour and a half ago. Um, actually, Good God. Was, no, this was reported like 30 minutes ago. Um, Holy shit. Okay. Daytona beachside shooting wounds at least five people. What? Not funny at first, but at least five people were treated for gunshot wounds Saturday night after a large uh, crowd blocked State Road A1A, and a fight spilled into a restaurant in the heart of the tourist a city's tourist area. About 200 young people were observed in a helicopter video dancing, partying, and gathering <laughs> on the sidewalk in the middle of the street outside of a Burger King um, as the sun came down on the first big night of Memorial Day weekend. They're clearly throwing cash on the ground, <laughs> said a sheriff's helicopter deputy. <laughs> <laughs> as he watched people scattered all over the street. The gathering continued as police shut down all traffic coming over the bridges to Daytona Beach's Barrier Island. At 8.18, a deputy on police radio reported two people were in a hospital emergency room from being treated for gunshot wounds. Three more showed up six minutes later. Police reported that they were breaking up a fight at the wing house across from the Burger King at 8.24 p.m. 
This Burger King is notorious for such gatherings, and at least one person has been killed at this Burger King in the past over gun violence. Dude, Burger King don't play games, son. Fuck. Okay. Officials said in communications that traffic lights were switched to green westbound uh, to get people off the beachside. Around the same time, police were responding to and breaking up large gatherings on the city's mainland in the area of Mary uh, McLeod... Bethune Boulevard to the northern border near Holly Hill. No one was arrested in the mainland gatherings, which were broken up after nine and included vehicles being towed. Police did not release more information, but said Saturday night that one person was in custody on the beachside incident. Daytona Beach Police Chief Craig Capri said in a Saturday phone interview that the shooting appeared to be related to the boardwalk area crowd. Besides the shooting, Daytona police had a very busy day working large crowds on the boardwalk in the beach hut. Uh, when approached by police, they were compliant. Uh, and then it just talks about coronavirus. People not uh, people not uh, respecting the distance rules. Hmm. Hmm. Kind of saw that coming. Now, <clears throat> I've got... One more statesman for you. Um, and okay, I, yes. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think we've had a Nebraska person. No, uh, we have not done Nebraska. <clears throat> to be fair, there's not really a whole lot ever fucking going on in Nebraska. Nope. Well, um, this woman, uh, she's kind of it's it's a it's a, a Nebraska woman. Uh, she's ah. topping it all. She's taking the she's taking the cake for everybody. Okay. Let's see how crazy she can get. Is it going to put Nebraska on the map? Oh, it's it's definitely going to put Nebraska on the map. Um, okay. For the outreach that she's trying. Uh, she's trying to go global uh, with, with what this is. Awesome. 66, uh, and this is from the Time magazine, uh, 66-year-old woman is suing, quote, all gay people. Yes. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> A Nebraska woman is suing every gay person on earth and is asking a federal judge to rule on whether homosexuality is a sin. <laughs> Let that sink in for a second. A little sip of coffee here. Yep. Sylvia just... Driscoll. <laughs> Say what? I just, I'm just thinking about like actually receiving like a fucking court summons in the mail like every gay person in the U.S. <laughs> like, you've been summoned to Nebraska. You would have to ask them to identify themselves, though. Because, like, there's not... Yeah. In, in most census things, it's not, like, what's your sexual preference? They can't ask that, so... Yeah. Well, I, I guess I just... I keep thinking about, like... I don't know. Like, I'm thinking about, well, you know... You know, the lawyer was like, go find some gay people. We need to subpoena some people. <laughs> We need at least at least ten. <laughs> we need at least ten. They can represent everybody. Yeah. I'm just wondering how this is even gonna work. Some but I, I do think it'd be hilarious. They're like, We've noticed that you're gay, so you need to come you the need judge. to come defend yourself in court. The Nebraska judge is like, No, correct me if I'm wrong. But that's how the gays work. Correct? It's it's a hive mind, right? <laughs> It's just it's a it's a giant. They're all connected to one another, so I feel like maybe we could get one or two in here, uh, just to corroborate, uh, you know, the stories from all of the gays across the world. 
<laughs> I think I think this is something. They're going down. We're bringing them down. So. <laughs> God. That's something I would expect out of like West Virginia. Yeah. Okay. So I, I want to hear what else. What is, is there any more to this story? Oh yeah. So uh, Sylvia Driscoll, who's sixty six, describes herself as an ambassador of quote God and His Son Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> first of all, done out the window. It's Joshua, ma'am. Yeah. Uh, and will serve as her own lawyer. In Driscoll versus homosexuals. <laughs> this is going down in fucking court records. That there's a, now a case called Driscoll ver- v. Homosexuals. I better see uh, this in a fucking history book in like 10 years. It, uh, Oh my in God. several years, when your kid comes home from school, he's like, Dad, we read about Driscoll v. Homosexuals. What was up with that? <laughs> so, I love it. In, uh, NBC News reports, in her seven-page petition, uh, written entirely in cursive, I don't know why they had to pull that out. Because I'll, she took the fucking time to do that? Jeez. Yeah. Also, didn't they stop teaching kids cursive in school? Yeah, and then they said that it was a conspiracy. They said it was a some sort of conspiracy at one point. What is a cursive itself as a conspiracy? No, no, that us not oh, te- teaching kids. Oh, yeah, they said it was a, a, you know. Did they reinstate it, I guess? No. Oh, so they still don't teach them. No. All right, whatever. Uh, Driscoll doesn't reference any case laws for the U.S. District Judge John M. Garand to consider, or Jarand, I don't know, but she does quote the Bible and Webster's Dictionary. Those are her two go-tos. Not a law book, (laughs) but the Bible and then Webster's Dictionary. She's got a big old fucking Webster's she brings with her into the courtroom. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. She's like, now "Now the gay is defined as... Page... Page 150, section G. <laughs> there's also gay as being happy, but there's homosexual. <laughs> now, if you, turn, if you turn several more pages. You uh, got the accent right because you said homosexual instead of homo. Homosexual. There's a bunch of homosexuals in this state. <laughs> She's got the campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Driscoll versus the homosexuals. <laughs> oh, it says uh, from the judge, I never thought that I would see a day in which our great nation or our, oh wait, this is coming from her. Oh God. I never thought, this is a quote, I never thought that I would see a day in which our great nation or our own great state of Nebraska will become so compliant to the complicity of some people's lewd behavior. <laughs> she says, homosexuality is a sin that the homosexuals know it's a sin to live a life of homosexuality why would why else would they have been hiding in the closet (laughs) a gay activist and columnist dan savage best name ever one of the many millions of people being sued (laughs) now they're counting if you're a gay they're like oh man you know you're being sued right (laughs) has signaled he'd be willing to take the stand. Oh, oh shit, don't, it's going don't, down. Don't do it. Just let it die. Just let this thing <laughs> die in court, please. 
so he shared an article on Twitter uh, and says, man, I hope I get deposed. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that's what they consider him saying. I'm willing to take the stand. Oh, man, I kind of I mean, I don't want it to happen, but it would also be kind <clears throat> of funny. That'd to be just the have dumbest like shit ever. Thousands of gay people show up because they got, you know, deposed to yeah. testify. You know, if it actually went further, that there would be like those those dudes showing up to the courthouse with like guns and shit. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, Take a step over here, buddy. <laughs> I'd be like, would be even funnier though is if like a bunch of gay dudes showed up with like AR-15s. <laughs> <laughs> Gays for guns. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Let's start it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so since we've already managed to offend literally fucking everybody, um, <clears throat> I guess you you had some weird questions that so, probably offend everybody too. <clears throat> well, they don't really offend people. Uh, I, so. I, I listen to a, a, another podcast regularly, um, that, okay. and they do a lot of Yahoo Answers, uh, and but they ah. have people that like write into them. Uh, okay, so people will either write into them and ask them questions, or they will share uh, share Yahoo Answers that they find with them, and then they'll like discuss and give their own. So I was like, I wonder how much weird shit is actually on Yahoo Answers because Yahoo Answers to me hasn't been a thing since like 2003 or four. Yeah. Um, but apparently it's still very much used and it's been taken over by the Republicans, it seems like, um, because <laughs> every other question is about Trump or it's just like oh my god so i'm gonna read you a couple of these there's one in okay. particular i'll i'll go over in a second and unfortunately I, I screenshot it but i can't find the actual article now like it's just disappeared into the ether that is yahoo answers and oh yeah buried yeah. in this trump bullshit but oh god so i'm on yahoo answers right now and okay. a couple of them why are people wearing face masks in their vehicles while driving alone oh. um and there I have is, the same question. Yeah, but. me too. Uh, another one. What would you do if you found Trump in your heart? What? Mm, like uh, best best answer was inject Lysol. <laughs> <laughs> this what? this one is fucking blowing my mind. True or false? You don't really care about the geological history of Western Canada. False. True. True. Um, I'm gonna I don't say true. I'm gonna about say true I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not from Canada. I've never been there, and I don't really care about the geological history of it. The fuck. <laughs> uh, do you agree that no president has been more unfairly targeted and harassed than Trump? Um, I don't know. They kind of made they made Jimmy Carter give up his peanut farm, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, he was a peanut farmer, and whenever he went into the White House, they said, based on the emoluments clause, that he couldn't have his peanut farm because he might profit off it. Like, his peanut farm might sell more peanuts because he's president, so he had to sell his peanut farm. So, shouldn't Trump technically give up his fucking hotels and shit? Technically. 
but or didn't he isn't there some workaround he like gave it to you're, his daughter or some shit or yeah like, you're supposed to divest yourself so you can give it to you can like you can give it you can put all the money in a trust fund or i don't I don't know exactly how it all all works just as long as you're not actively profiting off of it is the whole, oh, okay. whole idea yeah but yeah they made they made jimmy carter sell his peanut farm so i don't know the guy was a peanut farmer so. <laughs> he's still alive too. I actually, looked that up. He's yeah, like ninety five. Yeah, yeah, he's still alive, and he still builds houses for people. So, so this other one, how bit how bad will things get if the Democrats win big in November? Like um, it, it, this Yahoo Answers is just filled with a bunch of scared fucking Republicans that have to like write. It's a it's a bunch of Karens on here. The, Apologies if anything, I'd have to say it's pretty much going to stay the same. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean it's, it's really not like nothing's going to fucking change. Like we're still going to be in a shit spot. Like, <laughs> hey, guess what? There's still a fucking pandemic going on. <laughs> nothing's changing. I mean, yeah. There's not really nothing's really going to change. So okay. Uh, <laughs> well, good lord, Yahoo Answers is a treasure trove of insanity. Dude, Yahoo Answers. I'm gonna. I think we should probably make it like a a, a regular thing. Just I'm gonna scroll through. I'm gonna find just random one, and we'll, and we'll talk about it. Um, so I want to go uh, give you a couple. Now, one of these is a Yahoo answer that I found. Okay. Uh, and the other is off of uh, it's uh, like no bad questions. I think on Reddit. Oh, okay. So let me get my gallery here. <clears throat> this is uh, from a couple days ago. And apologies because I can't find the actual article or the question. So I screenshot it in the moment and I saw it. <clears throat> this is from an anonymous user. Uh, and it says, are sexually active teens more likely to be struck by lightning? <laughs> uh, yes. So they say, if this can be proven, then the existence of some sort of God can be proven, and the fact that such God has power over natural forces and disapproves of such teens, that was a question mark, uh, would such a correlation prove that God exists? Oh. And half of what someone said before the shot cut off was, would comparing the strength of the Higgs God particle field around the person possibly see an influence around the virgin teen protecting them from lightning strikes? <laughs> what? cuts off. <laughs> Um, I'm going to say that they are more likely uh, to be struck by lightning. Now, my argument, though, is that this will not prove that God is real, uh, but more likely because we have an abundance of sexually active teens, uh, even the ones that are heavily invested in church groups, they're banging it out. So no, oh, yeah. no worry about that. Uh, now, here's where my uh, thought process is. Okay. How many? Okay, so we're going to target one specific state. We're going to target Florida. Um, yes. So you have what hurricane season, which goes from what like April, May, into like September. Yeah, um, something like that. If we knew the amount of sexually active teens in Florida, yeah, let's say majority of those have a window open. It's hot. It's swampy. They're trying to get some yeah. air. Yeah. Just banging it out, right? <laughs> How much clapping of, cheeks? Yeah. Now, how much <laughs> how much static electricity is being conducted between these two individuals? Ah. Uh, so most likely, although it's hot, it's swampy, it's gross in there, probably smells like an old fish tank. If, 
they probably don't have a heavy quilt, but they've got some sheets. Now, depending on what kind of sheets they have, it's Florida. They're probably cheap. Can't afford it. So it's going to create a lot of static electricity. Now, if that window is open, they're creating static during a storm. That does technically uh, increase their chances of being struck by lightning. So, yes. <laughs> I love how well thought out that was. <laughs> came up with that on the spot <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh yeah i i especially love how you just <laughs> you said probably cheap sheets because they can't afford <laughs> god uh yeah i i really do think that this may be the episode where we go down um <laughs> <laughs> oh man but I guess if you've made it, what is this, episode 39? If you've made it 39 episodes in, into this, there's probably nothing we haven't said before or talked about that is maybe any worse than this. And honestly, if you're offended by anything we say, then just go fuck yourself. I really don't care. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's all fun. We never say anything here to be completely serious. Like, No. As much as we like dog Republicans and Trump... I know people that are Republican and I'm still friends with them. Like, I don't really give a fuck. Don't be a <laughs> shithead is all I'm saying. <laughs> so, Oh uh, no. Oh now, my God. Okay. Uh, so going back to Reddit here, um, we got a couple minutes left, so I think we can hit this one. Uh, so this is from no stupid questions. This was from one day ago. This is by user blue penguin zero five three. And before okay. I read you this story, I also want to get your take on this. <clears throat> Question. Can you intimidate a goose? What? Mm. No, because those things are fucking terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Soulless little white devils. Uh, <laughs> so he says, can you intimidate a goose? Uh, I walk a lot. On my regular route, there's a very ill-timber ill-tempered Canadian goose that will hiss, <laughs> flap its wings, and run people off the walking path. I'm going to interrupt. The only logical thing here is to kill this goose. You have to assert your power to the other geese. Most likely, you can't shoot it, cut its head off. No. So. No. Um, cut its head off, send it floating across the lake, headless, as a display of, you know, gorgy or whatever. <laughs> As a human, I'm a strong believer that I'm way up to... Please, God, don't actually hurt this goose. I was, I was joking. As a human, I'm a strong <laughs> believer that I'm way up uh, way up the food chain compared to this thing, and it infuriates me that so many people will let it have its way. So I'm curious <laughs> if the next time it does it, if I hold my ground and I yell at it really loudly, will it back off? I'm not worried about looking crazy to other people. I just want this goose to know its place. <laughs> And then it says, edit, uh, edit one. Specifically, what I yell at it is unimportant. I just kind of plan on going, ah, at it. Uh, edit two, the goose in question, he's not bothering anyone on the trail today. And then I guess he sent a picture. Let me pull it up. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's two of them. So, all right. Okay. Uh, top 
top answer is uh, from user Darth Mufasa. In my experience, the goose will absolutely not give a fuck and bite the shit out of your ankle. If you want to test my theory, please film it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it's not gonna work. Just ro- rocking up to a goose and just kind of going like ah and trying to scare it is is not gonna. It's yeah. gonna fuck you up. Uh, someone said it's a well. federal crime. They're conserved under the Migratory Bird Protection. So you can't you can't whoop its ass, basically. I guess. Uh, someone else said most birds are way too stupid to have the ability to be intimidated. If geese are anything like chickens, the only thing that'll curb its aggression is you physically disappearing for a minute, so they forget what they're angry at. <laughs> Interesting. I kind of feel like that is correct for chickens, but I think geese are actually more. Like they remember, <laughs> they they remember a face. <laughs> they remember. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Just googled it. Uh, this is from Rosen Buttons. Uh, they say oh. just googled it, and I shit you not, the Humane Society recommends quote pyrotechnics, propane cannons, and recordings of goose distress calls to frighten away geese. Presumably, this advice is for organizations who want to encourage geese to leave their property. Not individuals beset by a single neighborhood bully. <laughs> Whoa. And they so, said, can you, they said, can you outfit your bike with pyrotechnics? <laughs> <laughs> so the only way to get rid of a goose is pyrotechnics or what? Like flames? A propane cannon. Good God. I told you. I told you geese are nothing to be nothing to be trifled with. <laughs> Yeah, they're the not, of... man. Actually, uh, I got chased by one. Uh, <laughs> I did my... when I was a kid. Yeah, me too. It was my uncle. Uh, he had a fucking... He had like some ducks or geese or something. And we were walking to my grandfather's house up this hill because he, he lived below him. And it's, the fucking pin was open. And we just walked by it. And it's like... <laughs> and just like starts like chasing me. And I'm like, oh my God! I'm just this like oh. young chubby child trying to run away from this goose. <laughs> and of course my brother, who's like half my size, just fucking takes off past me. He's like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh shit. Uh I don't even remember. I think I got chased by a geese a few times as a kid. But it was always insanely terrifying. So uh they have like little, I don't know. You got little 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 sharp Yeah, they have little teeth. Bills. Yeah, that's yeah, they have little teeth. Gross. Fuck all that. Okay. Uh. Yeah. Um. This was weird. Um. Uh, I don't know. I think. I think we may have actually offended everybody this time. So. Uh. Yeah. I'm gonna get out of here, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye.